messages in Instagram? Like what yes. draws you to check? The DM. messages? DM. Yes. I, I have a lot of interactions via DMs now uh, on Instagram yes. with Same. a lot of friends. And so it's and generally like those are more exciting than my text messages. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, every day I, I wake up to DMs every morning yes. and I'm always intrigued who randomly yes. messaged me last night. Uh, and so if you want to get a hold of me, best way to get a hold of me is in yeah, my You DM. just learned Nils' is kryptonite is the, uh, is the DMs on Instagram. But that's yep. so true. And for, that's like, if you want to coin the metaphor or coin the, uh, the phrase, that's what gets me out of bed in the morning. The DMs, the DMs are everything. I mean, that's, it's not even my feed. It's not even checking somebody's story. Uh, it's probably in this order. My motivation with opening Instagram as often as I do is checking the DMs and adding to my story. Welcome to the Social Media Church Podcast. I'm Neil Smith, joined by Aaron Magnuson. And today we are talking about Instagram. Aaron, let's talk Instagram. Instagram is the best conversation of 2020, Nils. I don't, yeah. I just don't think that there's going to be anything better. But we wanted to really dive into best practices for your church's social profile. Yes. So, and when, uh, and when, you, when you talk about Instagram, Aaron, how yeah. much time do you think you spend a day on Instagram? Oh, man. Uh, my phone could probably tell you, uh, my phone can tell you actually, um, I won't look that up right now. Um, but the majority, not the majority of my day, uh, the majority of what is happening on my phone is Instagram. Um, because the first app you check in the morning when you wake up, to be honest, no, because I'm intentional about that. Um, but it would be, uh, so that if that answers your question, um, what about you? Is it your first? Probably, if I'm honest. I mean, I want yes. to say the Bible app is my first one. Uh, yeah, right. But uh, it's typically probably Instagram. But I would say Instagram be, more than more than anything. It that, used to be text messages, email, social, sports. Does that make sense? That would be yes. my morning routine. Yes. Um, and uh, and and ideally, the Bible was a part of that flow, and ideally, the Bible was first. And typically, in that flow, I'd probably be convicted about the Bible. It didn't fit sure. into that flow, though. Always. Yes. Um, and, uh, but yeah, so I, I typically start with text messages and still it's probably between text messages and Instagram, but I would say it's kind of now text messages or Instagram. Uh, then, um, is it because you're, it's, it's so possible that you have messages in Instagram? Like what yes. draws you to check the DM. messages? DMs. Yes. I, I have a lot of interactions via DMs now uh, on Instagram yes. with Same. a lot of friends. And so it's and generally like those are more exciting than my text messages. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, every day I, I wake up to DMs every morning yes. and I'm always intrigued who randomly yes. messaged me last night. Uh, and so if you want to get a hold of me, best way to get a hold of me is in yeah, my You DM. just learned Nils is kryptonite is the, uh, is the DMs on Instagram. But that's yep. so true. And for, that's like if you want to coin the metaphor or coin the, uh, the phrase, that's what gets me out of bed in the morning. The DMS, the DMS are everything. I mean, that's, yes. it's not even my feed. It's not even checking somebody's story. Uh, it's probably in this order. My motivation with opening Instagram as often as I do is checking the DMS and adding to my story. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's you know and i would say instagram is just fun i like yes. instagram a lot i like following i like watching the stories i like yes. scrolling the feed i i just like instagram and i think you're seeing more and more attention going to instagram multi-generational yep um it's what facebook was four or five years ago that's right um, where facebook was was likely the second platform i checked four or five years ago of I wanted to see what notifications I had, what messages I had. Yeah. Uh, where now Facebook is six or seven on that list. Easy. Um, and typically I just quickly open it. Nothing new. Uh, I checked messenger maybe before I even check Facebook now. Um, so yeah, let's, let's talk about, there's a bunch of functions in Instagram. Yes. So we're talking on this platform. How should a church maximize Instagram Yep. And, and I want to be clear too, is, is we often say you can't be everywhere yep. and it's probably that you cannot use every function on Instagram, but right. we want to talk through all the functions you can be using. Um, and maybe some of them that you should be, and maybe some that you should tinker with. Um, so the first, and I think the most important, probably most under prioritized is the profile image. Uh, the profile of image is the first thing people notice from you. It's what people are going to remember from you. Uh, Aaron, what makes, from your perspective, a good profile image for church? Um, let me get really obvious here, but it's not so obvious because I'm having to say it. Make sure it's your face, please. Not your dog, not your kid, yes. not your wife, not a big group, not your husband. Make sure it is your face and predominantly your face. I yes. want to know who it is that I'm interacting with. Or um, th there are a couple, and this would be a rare occurrence. This would be the, the exception, not the rule, where somebody is so known for their brand that yep. you associate their face with their brand and they have their, their brand in there. And I guess that would be more, more so your church. But yep. uh, we're, so for your church, make sure it's a clean image. If your logo can cleanly fit in there, yep. make it your logo. Yes. Just what you're most synonymized with yeah, and probably like the icon in your logo. Yes. You know, so if you have like an icon, and then you're named the icon. But yes. yeah, some, something that you're synonymous with. And that can, I think, Aaron, to your point that you can see. So this is why for a person, yeah. it should be their face. And sometimes totally. you'll try to put a family picture. Nobody can yeah. see that. Right. They, it's such a small image. Make it something memorable and yes. consistent. And, um, and what, yeah. is always, what is always right next to your profile picture? It's your handle. So yes. you can do like, I think those are almost synonymous with each other. Like you need to have a great profile picture, but it's supported really strongly with the name. And, or if you see the name first, the profile picture supports it. I, Nils and I were uh, recently looking at um, people who have, who are verified. So people who have great Instagram accounts, but their handle is super weird. It's got numbers in it and it's like, yeah. it's not clean. The, yeah. the picture might be great, but, but I'm confused by like, even the, like if it wasn't verified, I would think, Oh, that's a fake account. Cause it's got some numbers in there. So, so I think it's both the, what I thought you were going to say the, uh, the uh, bio being the, the most underrated and most important, you got yeah. me. You're absolutely right. The first thing people encounter on Instagram, whether it's in the stories, whether it's in the search section, whatever it is, it is your handle and it is your picture. And those things should complement each other really nicely. Yes. And, and your, a lot of times people want to put their name in the profile image. One, they can't read it. And yes. two, it's right under that profile yes. image or next to it in a post. Yes. So you don't need your name there. No. Um, also, I do think, when you click on the profile image, 
if you have a circle around it, it means you have a story there. So you yes, should have yes. stories all the time. Uh, the, I think yes. you shouldn't go more than 24 hours without adding a new story to your totally. stories. That should always be highlighted from- Can I ask you this, Nils, regarding yep. the stories? Have you yes. noticed there's been a trend in Instagram where profile, the profile picture will be edited such that it looks like it has a story? it's got like a thin ring around the profile picture. And, and, but if you click on it, it's not, it's not there, but it, it does make it pop off the screen more. Interesting. I'm not a fan of it because it drives me nuts that they're trying to make it look like something is happening when nothing has actually happened. But, but I can't deny that it catches my attention because what we're, because of the stories, what we're trained to do is look for that little circle yes. that's around. Anyways, have you, have you noticed these? Profiles? I haven't noticed that. And that, that would irritate me. Uh, yes. Of just like, all right, I'm never going to click on your thing then. Yeah. You know, don't uh, hack. You're gonna do don't that. hack the system. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I just wanted to see if you had noticed yeah. that or not. Anyways, good profile picture and make sure that the ring is authentically there because people, that, that's, that's people's first taste. Your yes. picture, your handle, your story. That's yes. what it is right Boom. away. Boom. So and then Instagram, let's talk about really the quick. Instagram yeah. has done a great job of doing that from anywhere, whether you're yes. in the DMs, even in the comment section, you can access people's stories. So that is like the most important thing, no matter where people are on Instagram, they can experience you and your flavor before they even go to your profile through those three things. So that's just really important. Yes. Okay. Go ahead, Neil. So Sorry, I cut getting you into the description, that's no, good. The description, what, what makes a good description, Aaron? From your yeah, I, I think, uh, I try to think about this and I don't know that this is, is great for me. I, I try to think about the people who have started following me or um, if I'm searching for somebody, what, what I'm looking for. I always think it's interesting. Um, you should certainly have something in there about probably where you're located. Um, and I'm, I'm also trying to uh, separate these things from, from your church page to your personal page, but I think we're trying to stick in the vein of, of our, our church's pages. So uh, certainly um, Maybe if you don't in the handle, have the full name of your church, throw that full name in there. Um, Maybe where you're located. Uh, If you're known for your lead pastor, I always think it's great to tie your organization to the leader or leaders Um, on Instagram. That's just a really good strategy because you make it more personal that way. Uh, those, those are some of the things that I think of. Uh, and then obviously, like, I think one of the biggest things, and this is, if there's any ambiguity or I'm confused about anything, it is always helpful when, when there's a link in there. So make yes. sure that there is something for them to click, whether it's a tap link. Uh, yeah. That's what we're all about yeah. here at Social Media Church. Um, but there's a couple different functions that yeah. do that. Link that tree, you have a couple things you know. on there. Yeah, link trees on there. Um, but at but at the very least, there should be something to your website in some form or fashion. Uh, but Nils, I'd love to know what you think are the mo- vital components of a bio. Yeah, I mean, I think that's it. I mean, I think being clear, um, clear, and and just you know, here's who we are and what we're about. I think too, maybe even having service times on there because yes. typically a first step is when one of your services, um, and that's what you want somebody that's checking you out probably to come yep. uh, to your local church. I think. Um, you know, some people use, and I've done this in my personal profile, little emojis. Yeah. So each line having an emoji. Yes. Um, or just using the inner space, you know, like having space, uh, because you've got a little bit of space there and don't just don't fill up every character to overwhelm, yes. 
but be very clear with some key points and then, uh, you know, utilize things like your address and uh, leaving, you know, making it open for people to leave you a message and your contact information of yep. let people contact you. Um, and so this is kind of a first impression who you are, take time, go look at a few other churches, but be intentional, be thoughtful and fill that out. Um, and don't be that actually theoretical. That makes me think too, like, um, I think one of the things that you shouldn't do, those are, those are definitely some of the things you should, what you shouldn't do is I think we would all say that any form of communication, uh, that is native to where they're interacting is preferred. So you yes. don't have to litter it with your phone number. Don't yep. throw email addresses in there. J yep. Like let them get in contact with you via Instagram. Yes. So you don't need extra forms of communication that can happen after the fact. Let that first touch point be in the comment section on a post. Let it be in the DMs. Those are all viable. Like they're already interacting with you in there. You don't have to litter it with extra stuff like call this number or email this number, or I guess texting would be different if you're trying to drive traffic towards uh, a text broadcast list. But I would even say, don't confuse it. Just be like, there's a message button that Instagram throws on there for you anyways. And that's super yeah. easy. We're all accustomed to doing it. Yeah. Uh, don't get wild and crazy. But if you aren't responsive to those messages, uh, then people are going to be trained not to, not to tap that button. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't litter it with unnecessary stuff. And I would say that phone numbers and emails, which used to be not unnecessary yeah. is now unnecessary. Yeah. That's a good word, man. Good word. Um, okay. Then the next part underneath that bio is your saved Instagram stories. Yes. Um, and so this is where a lot of people and organizations have gotten very creative. Yep. Um, Aaron, what would you, what would you recommend? How, how should a church maximize those, those spaces, those, those opportunities? What are some ideas? Well, contrary to my own personal page, uh, I really like it when those images are clean yeah. uh, and it's not the, the, so you're going to see on your Instagram profile, a bunch of circles. Yep. Uh, and there's five that, that you get to have seen. You can have more than that, but yeah. they're, when they're encountering your profile, they're going to see five. Uh, and I always like it when those images are really clean and you almost don't need the words underneath to explain what it is. Uh, and so you, once you click on that, that's when you see what's archived there and there's a whole bunch of stories and stuff. But that first uh, button essentially that you're clicking on is clean and, and you know what you're about to experience. And so uh, I just happen to be looking at, at Life Church's um, profile right now and they have one for baptism and it's just a, a single droplet of water, um, a little teardrop shape. And then they have weekend stuff so you can get a glance at what their weekend looks like. You can listen to their podcast. They are obviously pushing the Bible app and then um, they have some blog stuff. But um, yeah, I, cleanliness right there is the most, cleanliness and clarity, which are mm. pretty synonymous, yeah. um, are the most important just because uh, people are deciding right then and there what, they're, what information they want to consume. And when they understand what they're about to jump into, it makes it easier. Um, Nils, what about you? What yeah, do you like? That's good. I mean, I, I think, I think life church, that's a good example uh, here. I mean, overall, I mean, I think when we look at kind of best practices, what they've done uh, as a church is, is really a good, a good structure yeah. to follow. And so they baptism weekend, listen, Bible app. I, I mean, I think, I think really thinking through 
uh, first time visitors, you know, and maybe have a series yeah. of Instagram stories, you know, with the introduction or welcome to the church or invitation to the church, maybe worship, you know, if you've got some great worship music and, yeah. and things that connect to that. I, I think listen is a good one or watch, you know, when it comes to uh, sermon clips that might then link to um, one of the upcoming sermons or just a, you know, sermon message. Um, uh, maybe announcements, you know, the newest announcements will be there, you know, we'll have those highlights if you want to click on that. So I think feeding in um, some different things, but, but I do think those are worth prioritizing um, yeah. a few stories to have in that library. So go check out, you know, I think the key here is just understanding what all the functions are. Go yeah. look at some other churches, look at what they do, look at some other organizations and what they do. One of the, one of the platforms that I, I was actually working with the ministry today about Instagram, which is what made me kind of think about this podcast idea, is uh, if you can handle the vulgarity of, I always want to say this when I talk about Gary Vaynerchuk yes. here, I think there's actually similarities. VaynerMedia is his company. Gary Vaynerchuk is the leader of that company. Yes. People connect to people better, better on social media. So your pastor likely is going to have the best impact on social media if he's invested in it personally, because people want to connect to a person but your church has an organizational impact. And so I think actually looking at Gary Vaynerchuk's social media, so, you know, Instagram account, and yes. then looking at VaynerMedia social media, you know, Instagram account, and then see how those two complement each other is a, is a pretty good model uh, for how to use social media. Now, one thing that they do that I thought was intriguing on VaynerMedia is they have a very short tagline that's not very descriptive um, as to yes, what yes. Their, their organization does. Um, I wouldn't recommend that. Uh, I think they're kind of doing that as a, you know, kind of a, we're going to do something different. Uh, but I don't think that's a general best practice because I think you want to be descriptive. Um, but yeah, it's, it's interesting and an interesting model. So we'll keep, um, we'll keep going down, but I think go and go and look at some other organizations and churches though, as you get into those steps. So yep. now as you go down, the first thing you see is the, uh, are the post. Um, and so the post in a mosaic format, yep. uh, actually above that, what you see is basically three icons, one that is the post, yep. one that is IGTV, and one that is your, your, what you're tagged I, in. Yeah. What you're tagged in. Uh, you can't really control what you're tagged in. Um, That's right. And, uh, but you can't actually report if you, you know, to untag yourself from posts. So just so you know, Which I have heard this and this yeah. doesn't pertain as much for, uh, maybe an organization because uh, generally people aren't, but I've heard that people will check the, what, what the person is tagged in first. Cause you're going to get a better flavor for who they are <laughs> versus yeah. who they want you to see them as. Yeah. Um, it's great that Instagram doesn't uh, put that on there first. Uh, thank you, Instagram. But yeah, it's just important to know. It's all, I mean, you can leverage that too, right? Like encourage people to tag you uh, yes. would be the other way to look at that as like, Hey, we need your help. Uh, we want people to see who we are for who we are, not who we're perceived to be. Uh, and when you tag us on Instagram, uh, your pictures show up on our feed and we appreciate that's, that. Yeah, that's a big deal. And I think encouraging your staff to do that, encouraging yeah. core volunteers to do that um, is a good That's thing. actually interesting. And, and to, in full transparency, I'll tag... I will tag the location of our church when I post a picture that is from there, but I will not tag our church in or on the picture. I just, I, I, I actually should rewire my brain uh, and start doing that. I think that'd be helpful. 
uh, it's good that we're going through this, Nils. We're learning, <laughs> we're learning totally. stuff as we go. It's convicting. I mean, I'm yeah. thinking about my personal Instagram account right now too, and some things, optimization things. I should be. That's prioritizing right. in my personal account. Anyways, but to go go back, Nils, yeah. those are so, the three so things. So let's talk so about you the, see the grid. Yeah. So you see the grid uh, there in 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 your post listed out. One of the things, Aaron, that I saw today that really got my attention on Gary Vaynerchuk's you know Instagram account is he posted something maybe it was a couple of days ago that said stop treating your Instagram account like an art gallery. And so basically, yes. what you're saying is stop obsessing over the grid and focus on every single post providing value more than obsessing as to how it looks in the grid. I am um, so happy to hear that. And yes. I can't stress that enough. Yes. I, I want to see who you are. I don't want to see a fancy grid I, because you don't look at Instagram on the grid. It, as a matter of fact, this gets awkward. I have a, I had a football buddy that uh, posted a picture of he and his teammates and he did that grid thing. I think he did a three by three, nine. And some of the shots are just of uh, <laughs> uh, men's legs. And it looks very strange because you're looking at your feet and like, why'd they post this picture? It's yeah. like, oh, well, it makes sense if you saw the whole grid, but it looks really strange and yes. random and off-putting. Yes. Uh, I, I censored that a little bit. Uh, you can fill in the blanks on uh, how high up the legs you want to go. It was yeah. a confusing picture for me. Yes. Uh, and so I don't, I, I can't stress or agree with Gary enough. I'm so glad he posted that. I wish I would have seen that. I'm, I'm going to find it and, and put that in my story right now because I absolutely hate that. Yeah, people uh, do do it for the art gallery status, right? Yes. I was going to ask you about that, Neil. So I'm glad uh, that clarified that really quickly. (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, yeah. So I think that's. I mean, the other thing too, your Instagram posts are are have have a diversity of your posts. Have have some some inspirational graphics. Have some photos. Have some carousel posts. Video. Video. Video, a lot of video, video. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and Aaron, one of the one of the Instagram accounts that you and I talk about a lot <clears throat> is transformation. I think it's we yes. are transformation. Video, 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 so video, good. I mean, just so much video, and it's basically like video, IGTV video, video, yep. you know, yep. totally. Uh, but yeah, and video, we love it. Yes, it's we so all good. love it, and it's easy to share then to your. Story. Instagram story yes. as well. And so make shareable content because those posts are much easier to share people to share to their Instagram stories. Yes. Yes. So any other thoughts on the Instagram post and then we'll get to the um, other I'm glad I went to glad I went to Gary's profile really quick and because as we as we scroll right, there is a there is a fourth option that you could have. Uh, and if you're large enough or your church does a good enough job of it, you can actually sell on Instagram. And I don't know the rules and regulations, but Gary actually has four head headlining things on. He has the grid, he has IGTV, and then he has a shopping bag, which would be um, items that you can purchase, uh, which are just the posts. It looks like it categorizes his posts that he has deemed that there is something in that picture that you can buy. Uh, it also looks pretty new on Instagram's radar. It doesn't look very well fleshed out, uh, but that is something that's on there. So I, I mean, our church sells merchandise. Uh, you might be at a church that sells that and just something interesting to think about, but I don't know anything about the rules and regulations of what you have to be on Instagram in order to sell. Is that a verified, do you have to be verified on Instagram to sell stuff? I don't think so. Okay. I don't know how that works. Yeah. Um, anyways, but that, that could be a fourth. So if you're, if that's a niche 
thing for you and you want to strategize around that, that would, that's another option, but yeah, let's, let's, did you want to move across the board and go into IGTV? Yeah, let's go to IGTV. So yeah. IGTV came out, I don't know, a couple of years ago. And I would say most people deemed it a flop. Yes. Um, uh, this is going to be the next thing. It's going to beat YouTube. You can have 60 minute videos, long form video, uh, but it's all vertical video. Yeah. Well, it didn't really catch on. Now they've gone to where they, you could post horizontal videos. You can, you can do all kinds of things, but doesn't get mass, didn't get mass engagement. Yes. But a few months ago, they incorporated into the newsfeed with your post. Uh, and now all of a sudden, Instagram stories are getting a lot more engagement. And so Way they more. get the first 60 seconds on the Instagram post, then watch an IGTV. Yes. Aaron, what's, what do you think are some best practices around IGTV? Uh, what I really like is when people get creative, they, they don't get hamstrung by it having to be vertical uh, and they just go for it. So don't overstress about video quality um, or does this look weird? Again, we'll use Transformation Church just because they put out so much content constantly uh, off of their weekend. There's even times where um, they have a vertical video and Michael Todd, their lead pastor will walk out of the, out of the shot because it's vertical. It's not horizontal and they're okay with that. They own that. So I would say, don't, don't overstress about the quality. That's okay. But one of the things you can do to combat um, the vertical video is make the video square instead of vertical and put a really intentional uh, understanding that it's probably going to be encountered, like Nils said, in the feed, which is square first, not vertical. Do something really creative with the border uh, around the video. Uh, it's generally text-based. Sometimes it's just exclusively uh, subtitles uh, yeah. or closed captions, I should say. Um, but do one of the best practices that I see for IGTV videos to keep them vertical is getting really strategic around uh, the framing of the video, which kind of helps you understand context in the video. Cause generally it's not going to be your whole sermon. I don't know anybody that's posting their entire message, uh, into IGTV, but just snippets yeah. of it. And so you can kind of help people immerse themselves into what's being talked about by the text that you're going to throw around the frame. I also notice the frame really quickly because it's part of the post. And so sometimes the words pop out, uh, and, um, it's the words that prompt you to watch the video. So think about how the words can catch, uh, getting them to the meat of the content. But I would say that's the, that's the best practice for me is think about how you can not, um, keep it vertical. Don't, don't worry about that. Um, don't try to figure out how, okay, how do I make them watch it in, you know, 16 by nine. Um, but just keep it vertical and think about how you can frame it. Nils, what about you? What do you like with the IGTV? Yeah, I think that's good. I mean, I think that the <clears throat> question I get a lot is how long should the videos sure. be? And a lot of people think, well, because you can do 60 minutes, I should do 60 minutes. Yeah. I don't think that that's the best practice. I think just like YouTube, it should be as long as it needs to be and as short as it can be. Great but I think yeah. three to five minutes is really a sweet spot for IGTV. You don't need to post your whole sermon on IGTV. Yeah. Uh, think about shorter videos. So it needs to be longer than a minute. Uh, probably longer than two minutes, but going over 10 minutes is, is probably too long, uh, for yes. that format. So that's, that's my two cents on the length, but I think you nailed it. I mean, I think really being intentional with the content you're creating there, um, 
is is a good thing. So yeah, and uh, just understanding that it's going to show up in the feed. I think that's totally. that's the big new thing. That's what saved IGTV. So think about it in a feed first mentality, uh, and yeah. then make sure that it's shareable. It's good. It's good. Now Instagram stories. So yep. much attention has moved to Instagram stories. Mm. Um, my attention's on Instagram stories. What should a church be doing, Aaron, with Instagram stories? Yeah. Uh, I think we dove into this in a previous episode, which is, uh, so it'll be, it'll be a lot the same. If you didn't listen to it, go find our other Instagram uh, episodes in 2020. Um, but I would say that the best thing you can do is um, very similar to what you're getting tagged in exposing the authenticity of what your church is. Yeah. Uh, so have, I mean, in the weekend is the easiest context that we all have to think about. There's stuff going on. There's people, there's a crowd. It's exciting. It's easy to capture. I think the more difficult stuff um, is what do you, what do you do during the week? Yeah. And I know one of the things that I love is when I get to know a character uh, that could be anybody on your staff, a character or a ministry, what they do better. And so um, it's always more powerful when your organization is, the curtain is peeled back and there's a realization that is created that, oh, there's people that work here and I like these yeah. people um, and, or I don't like these people. And, and so you can make your decisions one way or the other. But I think predominantly if somebody's bought into what you're doing, it's because they like the people so give them more of the people. And yeah. so I would say both on the weekend and during the week, do just that. In the stories, give them more of the people. And you can't give them too much because yep. uh, they go away. So it's, yes. it's content that doesn't stay forever. So it can even be silly, lighthearted. It doesn't have to be as formal, but they want people. So give yes. them people. I love it. You know, I, I did a, a blog um, I, I don't know, a couple of years ago, probably that talked about Instagram stories being micro vlogging. And so yeah. when Twitter came out, it was considered micro blogging with a B in that you had to learn how to communicate in 140 characters where yes. now with Instagram stories, learning to communicate in 15 seconds. Totally. Uh, now the reality is you can now have multiple stories sure. with in one recording. And I like the way they've created that functionality, but either way you need to communicate shorter uh, whether that's even a video you upload to Instagram or a photo you share uh, or a selfie video, but I, I'm with you, Aaron. I like, I like selfie videos. I would do a lot of staff takeovers, volunteer staff takeovers, takeover, yeah. get to know characters, uh, get to know people. Yep. Uh, and then those people can tell the announcements you want. They can inspire, they can give messages. So I would do a lot of that. I, a lot of churches look at each other. They look at Lakewood, they look at yeah. Life Church and they see these flashy videos and like, man, yep. if I could do that, I would do Instagram stories, but because I can't do that, I won't right. do that. I, I guarantee you those churches, if Craig Rochelle was holding that thing, they'd get more engagement than the flashy videos because That's people right. want to connect with Craig personally. I get it. Not every pastor is going to do that. Um, but, uh, but I think that's where you're going to see the best engagement on those For platforms. Sure. And keep something up all the time, even if it's just a photo. Uh, yeah. Get that up, or if it's a shared, you can share your own Instagram post as a story uh, to draw attention to those posts. Yes. Um, so yeah, utilize those stories. Have fun with it. Test some things. Experiment with some things. Use some filters. You know, like just just do it. And you know, it's, it's oh, never been easier too. 
I want to dive into the sharing side of it a little bit yeah. as well, because it's never been easier. When people tag you, you can share that. And I feel yes. like uh, as organizations, we get so nervous of like, well, is that an appropriate thing for our page to be sharing? And it's like, well, it, it, the, it shouldn't, that shouldn't be as concerning, yeah. uh, I would say. And chances are, if they're tagging you, and it probably is appropriate, um, but the people that I see that are doing a really great job, both on their church profiles and personally are taking what the, the crowdsourced content uh, yeah. that their followers are willing to tag them in are excitedly tagging them in reward yeah. them and increase their buy-in increase yes. in, increase people's uh, chances to do that um, by rewarding it and yep. share it in your story. And, and that gives, again, people a more authentic feel of what is actually happening at your church instead of just the perception, which those flashy videos do, of this is what we want you to see us being yeah. uh, instead of what we actually are. And I think the, the best organizations, it is the same, but um, it's never been easier to share content because people are tagging you. Yes, yes. So good. And then the last, the last feature, Aaron, that I want to look at is, is Instagram Live. What's your take on Instagram live? Oh yeah, that is a good feature. Should churches be um, using it? Should they not use it? What's the, uh, what's a good use for Instagram live? Well, we broadcast our services and we do not broadcast on Instagram live. Uh, I, I do think I saw a Facebook, I think it was actually yours. There's a, there's a post that was posted in one yeah. of our um, groups about uh, trying to figure out how people do that. Uh, yeah. I think that there is a way to do that. Um, I don't know. I, I, me personally, I don't, when I see a, a live video pop up, um, even if it's somebody I know, I'm just not compelled to watch it. And yeah. I don't know why yeah. that is for Instagram. I, I don't know why that is. Um, but I think for the same reasons that you need to be really strategic and intentional about the length of your IGTV videos, it's just as important to be strategic about the length of your live videos. Yep. Uh, and so I think that there's a, an understanding of, well, if this person's going live, there's, it's probably something longer. It's not really a quick thing or they would have just put it in their stories. And so I don't think both from a consumer perspective or from pr someone who's trying to produce content and put it out, I haven't yeah. really found a good reason to watch or to be watched on Instagram live. Yeah. Mills, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think that's good. I mean, I think... I, I, um, I, th I think it's worth testing a little bit, but I've not sure. seen good engagement on Instagram live. And I, yeah. I don't, um, and I think maybe even doing a, Hey, we're going to do an Instagram live with our kids pastor did it tonight, you know, on a Wednesday night. And we're going to talk about, you know, how your family could better engage with the Bible. Yes. Or, I, I think there's some things you can do with it a little bit, but, but I would say that people there, the fascination with live in general Yes. has diminished significantly. When Facebook Live or Periscope came around, then Facebook yep. Live came around and I jumped on the bandwagon. I was like, man, it's all about live. And I'm doing a lot of live with LinkedIn yeah. right now. Uh, but it is, it is not, um, it's, it's not the, where you're getting the most engagement on, on Instagram. And I'd focus more on short edited videos uh, yeah. rather than doing a live stream. So it's not getting, pre you know, uh, you're not going to get more attention by doing an Instagram yes. live. And, and so much of what we're trying to do is catch, catch people's attention. So try it, play with it, but don't prioritize it. Yeah. Um, I don't see, you know, even the ministries that are streaming their services on there, I don't think they're doing it as a priority. I think they're just testing it at this point. Sure. And I'll be curious to see what they, what they learn yeah. um, in the process. So 
I, I yeah. just feel like stories, stories covers the bases for why you don't need to go live on Instagram. And here's what I mean. Like even with what your pastor might be talking about on any given weekend, if you give me three, four, five clips uh, in the stories, I am way more likely to consume that, find one that I want to share and share that, which is ultimately what we care about doing as we amplify our ministries. Um, than I am to watch a live video of the entire thing. And so I think stories, because they, they, you know that they happened within 24 hours are, are live enough. Yeah. Would, I guess would be that it undercuts the live nature where it's like, well, I don't want to see a five minute live video. Even if it's five minutes, I don't want to see even two minutes uh, yeah. live video. I just want to see three or four 15 second chunks of what you wanted to say in your story instead of watching it live so that I can watch it throughout the course of the day today, not in this moment. And I, yeah. so I, that, yeah. be, be good in the stories. Don't worry about life. Be good in the stories. That's a good uh, word, man. That's a good yeah. word. I, I should have st shared these stats beforehand. I, yes. uh, but I just, you know, a couple of hey, the meets at the end, they got to make it to the, to the end. To end. The stats. But if you're not convinced that you need to prioritize Instagram, I, yeah. I want to share this. Instagram now has over 1 billion monthly active users crazy 500 million people a day use instagram stories every single day um that's crazy and the largest percentage of people that use instagram so 67 percent of that 1 billion are between the ages of 18 to 29 also a demographic that likely is not going to church right. um, and so what a great opportunity we have from a ministry perspective to reach uh that generation uh, very intentionally yes. on a platform. And, and, and at the end of the day, we got to be creative, got to be thoughtful um, and we got, we got to be smart. So let's do it. Let's crush Instagram for your church. I hope you'll tag us, uh, tag us on Instagram. Yeah. Use the hashtag, hashtag SMC, SMC podcast. Yes. Hashtag SMC podcast. I almost forgot it for That's a minute. The hashtag. Uh, tag Aaron and I, we want to see your church's Instagram account. If you listen to this, then updated it, tag us and say, what do you think? Uh, we want to look at it. We want to see, we want to see how you responded to this episode of the podcast and the impact it made. Go to the, go to, the, go to, uh, go to social media dot church yeah. and follow us. We're going to put our, our personal Instagram accounts on there. We want to connect with you on Instagram. Yeah. Some real uh, professionals on Instagram. Make sure you follow us. We got it all figured yes, out. All figured out. All figured <laughs> out. But it's where we connect personally. And so yes. connect with us personally on Instagram. Let's learn from each other. And you from heard from church. both of us what gets us out of bed in the morning. It's the Instagram DM. So you yeah. just you just want to be there. You just want to there be there. There it is. There it is. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. We will catch you on the next one.